0: Blog Talk Radio Welcome to the show tonight, our Thursday night Survivor show. If you guys have a question on Survivor, you guys can call in, um, 347-237-5506. Let's, let's have a great show, guys.
1: Welcome, Survivor fans. It's October 20th, 2016. I'm Cherry Garcia, and I thank you so much for joining us here at the Rad Reality Show Network for the Mike on the Mic Show with host Mike Albright. He's number one when it comes to Survivor Superfans. He's met 448 Survivor alumni so far, and I'm pretty sure just about every one of them would now consider Mike Albright their true friend. I could go on and on about our host, but he's got a great show lined up for everyone tonight with a very special guest from Survivor Samoa. Ashley Trainer Arcara will be here Joining Mike tonight to recap last night's episode of Survivors, Millennials vs. Gen X, titled Idol Search Party. And we can't wait to hear what Ashley has been up to in her life since her season as well. Remember that you can call in and join in the conversation with Mike and Ashley by dialing 1-347-237-5506. Once you're on our switchboard, please do remember to press the number one key on your phone. That lets us know that you're ready to join us on air and you're not just listening from your from your phone on our switchboard. Um, it's time to bring up our host, but we do like to play a little music to bring him on board with us. So let's get that ready and bring up Mike Albright as soon as I get my switchboard working here I'm having a little bit of switchboard issues once in a while the switchboard gets a little testy for me and doesn't always want to do as we like it to And today is one of those days. So I think we may just go ahead and bring him up without his intro today. Let's bring up Mike Albright and see how he's been and how he likes Survivor last night. Welcome, Mike. How are you? I'm sorry we couldn't get your intro music on tonight.
0: We're having a bad Mm. switchboard night. No problem. Uh, That's good. It'll save time for Ashley because she's got a a limited time she can be here. So uh, that's totally fine. I'm doing great. I survived Relay for Life and walked 27.05 miles uh, in one day. So that was a pretty intense day, and I have a few blood blisters still. But aside from that, I did pretty well and uh, got through it all relatively unscathed. That's amazing.
1: I'm so proud of you.
0: Well, I appreciate it. And we had a, I had my best uh, online donations ever. So I really want to thank everyone that donated some money for that. And our, our uh, team didn't do as well as we normally do. Uh, our apartment raffle wasn't as popular four months earlier in the year. And our sales are down on our pizza rolls. But uh, it was all still great for a great cause. And we still raised a decent amount of money. So, you know, every little bit helps. Well, Rich, and I owe you a
1: check, and we'll take care of that after the show, but i just I'm so proud of you. everything that you've done in the last year has just been amazing. so I'm sure that that you'll get all that other stuff back in line, but you know you as a person has just amazed all of us, and I'm just so, so proud of everything you've done.
0: Well, I appreciate it, Sherry, so thank you. It's been a very big year for me, and uh, there's still like a month and a half going on. Who else knows what crazy, fun stuff could happen for me? So who who knows?
1: So true. So true. We do have your guest on the switchboard. Um, awesome. And if she's on limited time, if you would like me to go ahead and bring her up.
0: Yeah, please. Uh, I can't wait. To have, I don't, it's been a, few years since i've gotten to talk to ashley in person so i, I can't wait to see how she's doing and how's what she thinks of the show
1: wonderful well, let's do this from Survivor samoa we have ashley trainer akara with us thank you so much for calling in ashley how are you
2: i am doing really well how are you guys
0: Pretty good. Uh, it's interesting. Uh, I've been to every finale, at least out to party or to the actual taping since your season, so that's pretty monumental. And one interesting fact is I, uh, I've i met a lot of cast members, but it was the cool thing was I had met Ashley a year before she even got on Survivor. That So that was kind of a, a interesting story there. So it's neat to talk to you. And when was the last time I've, we saw each other? I'm trying to keep track of all the events i i don't even remember for sure was it in florida maybe or
2: it could, yeah i was it was probably florida because do you go to a reality rally jillian's event in in california
0: i uh, first time will be this year because it usually conflicted with our relay for life events so i'll be able okay. to actually go for the first time so i'm really excited well, then, so it must be celebration i would guess
2: yeah yeah that would be it then and then i will see you for Reality Rally, I'm super pumped to go to that again this year uh, now that I'm not pregnant or have a baby. <laughs> and
0: that will be probably a lot easier, and I can't wait to get a new picture because uh, from our time when I met you at Samoa and subsequently since then, there's been some dramatic changes, so I'm I really looking forward to getting a better picture, so thank yes, you. Yes,
2: you look fantastic. It's you look You look great. It's awesome what you're doing, like amazing. Uh, I always always follow you on Facebook like I always watch and see what you're doing on Facebook so I'm very happy for you.
0: Well I appreciate it and I think uh you're our first guest this season that's an uh, alumnus because we've had I've had some trouble booking people so I appreciate your time and uh, one of the biggest things I think are uh the fans are interested in I know I'm always interested in is you know your journey to getting on Survivor Samoa so what was that process like and what is you know, what are some of the key things you remember from your time on the show?
2: Yeah. So I feel like it was so long ago, <laughs> thinking back to it, because um, so much has changed in the last, like, seven years. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, but I, you know... I had applied to be on um, an amazing race with one of my friends and Mm -hmm. I am a huge survivor fan. As you know, I, I, I think I'm the same as you. I've never missed a single episode ever. Mm -hmm. Um, Love the show have from day one. And um, I got called by casting and they asked if I'd be interested in survivor. And I was, I was so excited, but also so scared because I am a girly girl and yeah. I like my comforts, <laughs> but I think that's why they liked me, because they saw that I liked my comforts. Um, so, yeah, going through the process is pretty pretty incredible. It's um, mm. it's such an experience that I was like, I kept taking it just like one step at a time. It was like, okay, I need to pass through this phone interview, and then I need to pass through finals, and then I'm waiting for my call to tell me that I made it. So, um, you know, it's, it's a really very high stress situation that you're going through and it's all out completely out of your hands. Um, -hmm. and then, you know, I truly believe what's meant to be happens and I got the call and I left one week later and I was in Samoa. So it's pretty incredible. I always tell people it's so much different than you think it's going to be, especially when you're watching and being a super fan and you feel like, you know what it's going to be like. And then you're out there and it's so different. It's so, what were so some different. of the?
0: What were some of those uh, specific things that you were you were anticipating that were just completely completely different? I'm just curious, yeah.
2: I I mean I think in general I I was just shocked at like how much goes goes on behind the scenes, right? Like mm-hmm. yep. you, know, you tape the intro to the challenges, and um, you know there's always cameramen with you all the time. The mm-hmm. the days are really, really long because you are exhausted and you're mm-hmm. so thirsty and you're so hungry and you're just so tired. Um, just the toll that it takes on your body, you I didn't expect that large of a toll and how tired I would be. Um, and I mean it's it's so much harder than I could have ever dreamed it being um but i mean it's it's a it's an amazing experience to say the least i mean i i'd love to do it again because who wouldn't after they've done it right (laughs) for sure i can only
0: imagine it's very competitive to get back out there and you were against one of the more iconic characters of the recent era survivor (laughs) on your tribe what was your uh first memories or interactions with the entity known as russell hans what was uh Um, what was that like
2: So, uh, at Ponderosa, you kind of get to see everyone before you go out in the game, and I kind of had my preconceived judgments of everyone and just kind of watching them, and initially, I just had a bad gut feeling about him. I just did. Like, I feel like I can read people well. I mean, that's part of my job that I do now. I'm a recruiter, so I talk to people, and um, I should have followed my gut. However, he was the first to approach me, so... Um, I before going in, my I was thinking like I'm I'm not gonna say no to anyone. Um
0: mm-hmm.
2: and I'm gonna build a strong alliance and I started talking with him and I actually trusted him when I got home and saw everything that he was saying behind my back. I was pretty upset about it. I was really, really hurt. because mm-hmm. um, I did. I, I truly thought he was part of my part of my alliance. So <laughs> that's yeah, not it's... the case though. <laughs> Yeah, it's
0: an unfortunate I, – I, some of the stuff associated with him, with the show, is unfortunate for the history. Not only like he had to do certain things to quote be quote-unquote successful in like Jeff's eyes and also like some of the behind-the-scenes stuff with him, him wanting to talk about the show and some of the things that happened with some of his contacts. So it's just an unfortunate era. So I'm sorry I had to deal with that, but you did outlast several people on Foa. So how do you think you were able to maneuver to get to where you did at least for – you know, not being in the, you know, right with their group alliance they had.
2: Right. I mean, I I think I was with them, with Natalie and Russell. I think the three of us had a pretty tight alliance mm-hmm. until I wanted Ben out. He yeah. was awful at camp um, just to be around, and Russell didn't like that at all, that I was actually playing the game. Um, mm-hmm. And that was my thought, too. I'm, I'm a fan. I want to actually play. I'm not going to go out there and just – you know, let things happen. Like, I want to make moves because if you make it to the end, that's how you win. I want to make moves. And he saw I was playing. And the second he saw that and saw that people were actually listening to me, he wanted me out. So then I was on his, his list because that's, that's kind of the way he did things was if, if you even said one or two words against him and went against him, he did everything in his power to get you out, whatever, whatever he had to do to get you out.
0: Ruthless Ruthless mentality And you can get him To the end A couple of times But he sure didn't win So uh, Right
2: Exactly uh, It didn't work And before we move on
0: <laughs> To this current season my I guess my only last uh, Samoa question Would be um, Who are you still In contact with From the show And um, how's that How are those Relationships from The cast Because I had I had a great time Out at your finale And it was a fun Bunch of people to meet And several of them You know Continue to be Pretty active At the charity scenes And yeah. they were just how did the finale is always see danger Dave and, you know, Russell's Mm -hmm. always around picking a fight with somebody and a few other interesting (laughs) people. So
2: (laughs) how how are those bonds still? Yeah. You know, I, I still talk to Shambo quite a bit. Um, we, we will chat. Um, and then other than that from my season, I mean, I will randomly, um, I actually have been more in touch with Monica, um, as well. So, um, I, I will chat with her a little bit and it's more at the, more at the charity events, but I mm-hmm. feel like I actually have more of a connection and a bond with people that were on different seasons and those okay. are people that I stay in touch with. Yeah.
0: Cool. Yeah. It's an amazing group of people. Um, and I, you know, you, I, you know how much I love all you guys. So it's great to see just between the seasons and the rivalries and the friendships and it's like a huge family. So it is. I'm excited, mm-hmm. uh, to, this health kick, one of the end results that I was going to try to do is make myself more marketable. Cause you know, every, almost everyone affiliated with the show is aware of me. So I just wanted to finally apply and that's something I'm working on currently. So we'll see how, how that goes and who knows we'll, we'll see what, we'll see what, what happens.
2: Luck. I hope, I think that if that were to happen for you, I believe that there would be a massive following. And I think people would be really, really excited. Everyone's cheering for you. <laughs> i
0: sure hope so yeah. um we'll, we'll see what happens I, I i'm very anxious about uh if it was like a fans favorites three being a target for both groups but i i don't know i think there's a lot of uh, strength i could bring with the connections i have to so who knows there's a lot of stuff that would have to happen to even get out there so we'll see what how that pans out
2: well good luck
0: well thank you with this uh this 33rd season of Survivor, which is crazy to talk about, going um, over yeah. Generation X, um, going into the whole season. What was your? Did you like the the theme idea? And then initially, before you saw these players, did you? What was your? Did you were there certain ones you liked or not? And then now that we're in uh, five episodes in, uh, have any of those initial opinions changed? Or where where do you stand in general with this season? And then the people playing in it.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So I I always find it interesting when they have a certain theme and how is the theme going to stick. Because I feel like some years they do themes and then it just falls apart and nothing really happens. But I feel like this one has been up until, you know, last night, I think that it has stuck. Um, It's been really interesting just to watch just the difference in um, kind of the attitude towards surviving out there. That's been really cool. But I am glad they did did a switch up. Um, I think that I initially I had a few favorites um, mm-hmm. when I had first kind of seen. Of course, I'm going to root for Sunday because she is from Minnesota. Okay. Um, I which is I have to root for you know the home team um and I did actually get to meet her I went to her survivor premiere party at the church that she works at and she's a very 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 nice woman so I am rooting for um for Sunday um but other than Sunday I really like Zeke I think he is really funny awesome
0: yeah (laughs) Zeke's a favorite of our show I I, Sherry and I are both a big fan of Zeke and I'm looking for I can't believe he waited his season 33 I want to know where this guy's been around because he's Seems like a huge fan, I just don't know uh, the process for just getting in now, so I don't know. Yeah,
2: I know, he is, he's so funny, and I think, I like Ken, because of course he's Mm. super hot, and then on top of that, like he, I just, I like that he like lived in Hawaii, like in the jungle, and he like Mm. knows what it's like to survive, and he's kind of like that Ozzy character in terms of providing, um, you know, providing for the tribe, which I really like that that piece, and I I really like Hannah too. I think she's I, she's been she's been fun to watch as well.
0: I I will personally say so I, humbly. Yeah, Ken is like yeah Ozzy, but was this so much? And I I don't want to make it sound bad, but Ozzy with like a lot more intelligence and like ability to interact with people in a better way. I mean, I would yes. say disparaging things about Ozzy, because Ozzy's a, I like Ozzy and we're friends, but just Ken is a very attractive dude. Uh, I'm comfortable with my heterosexuality. I can say that, but he's you, a handsome yeah. guy, but I love the, what he talks, and we went against probes about, you know, with text language, and he said he likes vinyl better than. Right. And I was like, that's that stuff's totally cool, because I'm on the cusp um Uh, Between Generation X and Millennials, I'm about three years from being a Millennial, so I'm in Generation X, so I definitely connect more with X, but I work with Millennials here at the college uh, a lot, so I can have a foot in both worlds.
2: Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yep, I totally understand that.
0: Um, David here was an idle machine. I'm fascinated. You had a lot of idle activity in Samoa, some You know, I don't know, I won't directly comment nor ask about some of the idol activity in Samoa, but there's it's interesting, to say the least, but uh, David's been really good at finding the idol, so either no one else is catching on to looking for symbols, or uh, maybe SCG likes David a lot. I I don't know. We'll see.
2: Right. He kind of, I feel like, because I was, number one, I was shocked he used his idol. I thought that was the stupidest thing ever. I mean, great TV, but come on. That was yep. stupid. Then, when he found another idol, I was like, "Oh my god! What are the chances?" This reminds me of my season. I actually said that to someone at work today. Um, but he knew what to look for. I feel like he kind of knew, you know, knew what to look for since he found the first one. Um, so maybe that's that's why he found it.
0: Got <laughs> a leg up on the competition. So, and it's interesting yeah. this season. Um, the one player will, you know, leaving high school to come out that's just crazy to me still um and we we haven't talked about will a whole lot on <clears throat> this season just because we haven't <clears throat> seen a lot with him but right which i i would the show actually i was out of high school when survivor came on but i'm not sure if i had been in high school and had tried to out and they'd ask i'm pretty sure i don't know if i would have left school or not what, what would you have done would you have done what will did and just kind of left high school to go play this amazing game I mean it's a huge opportunity but that's pretty interesting I wonder how the school I wonder what he did if he's going to get a GED or like
2: what's right I don't think my parents would have let me leave high school to to do this I don't I don't know I mean I feel like when I was in high school I don't know if I had the guts to apply (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah I'm glad I didn't play when I was when I was 18 I feel like Even now I look back and I wish I would have been older in playing. I feel like if you have a little bit more knowledge under your belt, um, I feel like maybe you play a little bit better rather than being like me. I was 22, the naive college girl. Like I feel like I just would have played a little bit different of a game. But, hey, I mean, he might make it far because we – haven't really heard anything of him.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's not really done anything really positive or negative, and he's just, uh, some of the interest. I, I'm curious your opinion on, I mean, some of this is continually going on episode to episode, but especially this episode, um, the, the showman's or romance with, you know, Figgy and Taylor, and then they luckily stay together at the swap, and then mm-hmm. Figgy, I, you know, I've had some fun tweets with her about their whole bond, and I said I couldn't wait to watch it blow up and she liked it. I'm like, that's funny. But um, huh. Taylor just seemed like he wanted to, you know, keep keep the thing going. And Figgy's like, we need to calm down so people don't know about it. I just, what was your take as a former player with somebody making that kind of a connection, getting to a swap, still being together, but for Taylor to want to, you know, have those you – know, I can see the romantic feelings, but right. acting upon that on a group of, you know, five people, I just – I didn't get – I didn't get that as – just a fan, I guess, as a former player. Was that frustrating, or what was it like watching, you know, these millennials and how they're kind of interacting as regard in regards
2: to that? I thought that Figgy was on the right page. I feel like if I were in that situation going in and then I see this romance, if I'm, you know, one of the outsiders, and I'd be like, oh, my God, they're a huge target. I think mm-hmm. that – I think Taylor, I don't know if he – I don't know. I mean, he's a man. That's, that's exactly, I'm like, Oh yeah, he's a man. He, of course he wants to keep this relationship going, but I was definitely on the, on her side of things going, yep. They need to keep it on the down low or they're going to have a massive target on their back. And it looks like next week that comes out, but obviously they weren't great at hiding it because it looks like everyone else on their tribes. Like, well, of course we knew this.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And and it was fun to watch. I liked Adam going from, um, because of being another super fan, and he uh, being the kind of pivotal third person in either of the two groups, um, especially from last week, it was neat to see. I was glad Jessica went back to Ken and was, you know, like, "Well, I should have believed you guys," and now she's with them. Because I, I don't know personally, I just did not, couldn't stand. Lucy we had we didn't see her at all and then she just came out like a tyrant and I I, I didn't think it was a very strategic play for David it was really fun to watch because I couldn't stand her and I don't even know why it's hard for me to say with the why part but I was glad they came together but it's neat seeing Adam uh have the option to play against both of them what would be your preference if if that if um To the purple tribe went to tribal if they happen to lose who do you want adam to side with that taylor figgy thing or the ken jessica combination
2: oh man i would i would i would go with ken and ken and jessica personally if i was in that's that's who i would go with
0: i would uh i would hope that's the case um I just I want to I think Figgy's an interesting character. Taylor's just I I just I, I think she'll be more of and a better player. Like I th- I can see Michelle playing better than Figgy did when they were all together, and yep. I think play Agreed. better when she's not having Taylor be a burden to her.
2: Right, I completely agree with you. Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, on the Vanuatu tribe, uh, which is the orange group, the former millennial side, interesting matchup there where it's another three two you know, CeCe, Chris, and David versus uh, Zeke and Michelle, but I was fascinated how Zeke and Chris kind of came together. And it mm-hmm. was just uh, two people, like, if you just look it on paper, and I know it's vastly different, you know, these are great people and personalities, but it just didn't seem like they'd be two people that would click, but they found that common bond just being from right. the same place. So that was, that was a lot of fun to watch. I, I enjoyed that, so absolutely
2: i i loved that
0: <laughs> it was because zeke's already a cool guy but watching him it'd be it'd be like if somebody if i happened to make it out there and like joe montana was in the game and i'd be like oh my god it's joe montana like it'd be right the same, same kind of deal but <laughs> i don't think chris seems cool and he was on a national championship team but it's a whole whole other thing but if
2: exactly. you had been out there
0: who would have been your you know, if there had been some kind of a swap and who would been your dream, like, from your childhood, like, a celebrity out there, or just somebody in athletics? Is there somebody comparable to Chris or uh, Zeke for you if you'd been out there?
2: Oh, my goodness. With athletics?
0: for athletics or just maybe a hero from your childhood? Maybe it's oh Chris from... I'm just kidding. I'm probably not Chris.
2: No, it's definitely not. Definitely not Chris. I'm, like, trying to think back to my childhood and who would I have wanted to be out there with. Because the thing is, like, I'm girls. I'd be like, oh, can I be out there with, like, Justin Timberlake or, you know, like, Mine Gosling, maybe? <laughs> it's
0: your it's your dream, so you can be out there with whoever you want to be with. I I, I I don't know how Justin Timberlake would do. I think he'd probably be pretty decent in the game, at least in the challenges and socially. And I don't know how well he can build a fire, but. Oh. <laughs> right. So Timberlake, maybe, or Gosling?
2: I mean, if I, I guess, yeah, they're both, they would be like, I mean, not even childhood, like, let's be honest.
0: Okay, that's now. Fine. <laughs> I Mine would be Jennifer Conley I guess if we're just going with like some actress So yeah there you go. Be, I, It'd be very bad And I'd be just like Taylor would be It'd be the same scenario <laughs> Sherry what about you What if there was a, Who would be out there that would be a dream match up Or somebody you'd like to work with that's, You know like Zeke got his wish Oh my goodness It's um, hard right
2: <laughs>
1: Yeah. Yeah Oh my gosh um, I would have to say, uh, God, I, I don't even know. I've, I've been waiting to ask a question,
0: so. Oh, sure. I'm Sorry. Go right ahead. Sure. Off,
1: that's okay.
0: All right. Go for it. The floor is yours. I wanted, Adam. I
1: wanted to know what you guys thought about Jessica admitting, telling David about, um,
0: the legacy advantage
1: the legacy advantage and and do you think she should have you know told her told him about the legacy advantage and was that a good thing to do to sort of mend fences or do you think she should have just kept that to herself you know and just apologized or what do you think about you know her telling about the leg- legacy advantage
0: what I'll to our guest. I I have a definite opinion, but I'd love to hear what uh, the actual talent has to say and somebody that's been there. So I'll shut up for a second. Yeah.
2: I I when I watched that happen, I I understand why she did it in the terms of trying to build trust. However, mm-hmm. if I'm in his shoes, I would be going. I need to vote her out because she said she'd give it to me. So she needs <laughs> to go because I need this legacy. Yep. The idol. That's. What, like watching it that's exactly what I what I thought
0: I'm, if I'm the prosecuting attorney from uh, my cousin Vinny I would say identical because my answer is exactly what Ashley's is I, for the exact same reasons and because they wouldn't know who the votes were from without mm-hmm. how it's been she's got to go and then she'll give me that advantage and that'd be great television be like especially if he was, like, the one deciding vote that made it happen and she gets a bandage because <laughs> right. she doesn't know. Yes. It would hate. Especially hate if she to be didn't know, person. yeah. If I was a producer, I would be, like, salivating onto the ground and getting dehydrated because that would be such amazing television.
2: Wow. Yep, amazing
1: television. I I was just shocked when she told him that because, you know, he could be, you know, leading her on all the way up to day thirty-five, you know, and then pull a coup, you know, right before that thirty-sixth day. Yep. You know, and boom, you know, she's gone, and and she has to give it to somebody. And as long as she, as he's been her best, you know, bestie from this point forward he's probably going to give it to him. Mm-hmm. So telling him may have been a really big error on her part. We'll mm-hmm. see. But, yeah. you know, it's like it's like when people get idols. They almost cannot keep it to themselves. And I love the people that get idols and keep it to themselves. You know, I respect those people so much. I know it has to be one of the hardest things on the planet to do. But if people can keep it to themselves, those are the ones that reap the most reward from it, you know? Mm -hmm.
0: Right.
1: And her spilling this, you know, legacy advantage to Ken may have just been, we'll see what happens. But it may have been a big error. We'll see. I don't know.
0: I I did not know what you guys thought about it. yeah i would i would i would totally agree there's a lot of interesting dynamics with that um you know if he would to get rid of her around like day thirty three if they all make it then you know sacrificing her jury vote to show what he did to her i guess that could probably garner more votes theoretically um there's just a lot of interesting things and in it um it's an, it's a unique advantage that we don't really fully know what all is gonna happen with that so i'm kind of i'm curious to see how it how that plays out and if they all make it so um and i want to be sensitive to time actually for sure so i we, we appreciate you coming on so um,
2: thank you um i guess my <clears throat>
0: last question if you need to depart is this a good time to depart after one more question or what's yeah, your table
2: Yep. Okay, you can you're, you can
0: stay fun. as long as you'd like, but no, I I'll do one other.
2: more. My my parents are um, helping watch my little guy, so he's not like screaming in the background. So okay. I will go down and get him and and then go home.
0: <laughs> okay, well, I'll tell them we appreciate their uh, their their help with that. So you can be here, but I guess I moving forward, who um who do you like the most, and then who do you think will you know do the best? We're kind of an interesting point where you know, about a third of the group's gone, and there's Mm -hmm. still a lot of game left, but who do you want to do well, and who do you actually think will do well? Are they the same, you know, people?
2: I think it's the same people. I think that, I really think that Sunday will do well, and I think that Ken will do well. Um, Based off of edits that I've seen so far, I feel like um, I feel like they'll do well. I feel like the the Ken edit is is leaning in that direction. I'd say at least I don't know, top five maybe. And and same with same with Sunday. Sunday's a, um, she she works with like youth. That's what she does at this at the church here in Minnesota. So I feel like even if she goes, if it merges, if the teams merge or whatever, and she makes it to merge, and there's a bunch of millennials, I feel like she just will bond with them, which will help carry her along the way awesome but we'll see i mean if dave keeps finding idols you never know
0: how many can <laughs> he, can he, he find the uh, well, that's the biggest question and how many he plays and how his stock rises so well
2: exactly yeah.
0: well i can't wait to see you in temecula and um have a have a great remainder of the season i hope you enjoy it. and hope 34 sounds amazing we haven't really talked a lot about who's on it because we're kind of a spoiler free show but from the lists i've seen i I can't wait to see those people so you're more than welcome to come back whenever it's convenient and i can't wait to see you
2: sounds awesome i really appreciate it and again i am so happy for you i cannot voice that enough and i'll keep following your journey on on facebook and i wish you the best with um with survivor this time around or next or whatever that looks like
0: thank you not done yet and have a we i really do appreciate that and have a great evening
2: thank you all right bye, bye. Ashley. you're welcome talk to you later all
0: right what a sweetheart Awesome. And she was cool. Yeah. Like I, I didn't, we talk about a whole lot, but yeah, the amazing race partner she was going to go with, or just I've known him for a really long time and yeah, for the Gabon finale, I went out to party again, my second finale in LA, but I wasn't at the taping. And there was uh, just a viewing party at Rupert Bonham's apartment and um Ashley was there, and then later on, I was looking at pictures, like, she looks really familiar, so a year later, when they announced Samoa, I was like, hey, cool, I've already met one of these cast members, so, you know, that was, you know, really cool, and the earliest I'd ever met somebody before they ended up getting on the show, so that's kind of a uh, interesting story for sure, but, uh, yeah, being, uh, Ashley was cool, I, I enjoyed her in person, and then uh, anyone that I had to deal with being in the season of Russell Hands, one of them, uh, my, my hat's off to her and a lot of weird characters. And I'm glad she keeps still keeps track with Shambo because Shambo, you know, is pretty much off the grid and from the Survivor world. So it's neat to know, you know, somebody that's still in communication with Shambo. And Shambo was a interesting character and a fun lady. And, heck, I might try to reach out to her at some point and see if she wants to talk about the show. Because I think she was in the mix for... um. um I believe fans favorites too. Shambo declined as did um uh someone else, Sherry. I can't do you happen to recall? I, I know somebody one of the other alumni declined as well. I can't remember who. It was Shambo and somebody else that they were trying to get to come back. I don't so. I don't recall now. Yeah, but, um, yeah, I shot, uh, before we recap this episode some more, I sh- it's amazing. I forwarded you um, a different uh, email version of the uh, my interview from Matt Bischoff's um, premiere party he had with Marcus and Roger. So hopefully that version might work a little bit better. It's, uh, it's a big file, so I, uh, he sent it in Dropbox and I forwarded it to you. So, you know, check that out at your leisure. But I incorporated that. My uh, minus 250 video from this summer. And then my, one of my former students who works at the college, we shot 23 minutes of footage for my tape. And um, everyone that's seen the tape, and, Sherry, I can send you the rough cut and give you some of what's going on there, but everyone that has seen it really thinks it pops. It's just kind of whittling and chiseling that down to a solid three minutes. And that's going to be the real trick because there was so much amazing material. So I think I have a very decent shot. I have a decent, uh, the, the transformation, the big fan, the interesting job. Uh, it's pretty much going to be in CBS's court and SEG If they want to, you know, call me and talk to me. Cause I'd love to be a part of an upcoming season. Cause I, the survivor is a huge, huge part of my life. And uh, we'll see what happens. Yeah, I will forward all that to um,
1: to Ben and let him get some clips made off of that. And uh, he's going to be making a new intro for you as well. Oh, cool. And uh, you may have met him.
0: I may have. Uh, oh, his, okay, well... Yeah, I'm not sure if I have or not, but I appreciate the first one, and you know, definitely want to give Jason a shout out because his promos are always and no, not his promo. The um, his advertisements yeah, are always. Jason press. Yeah, and I'm gonna incorporate that work. into my new flyer for um for Temecula and at the finale, because I keep trying to recruit, you know, other other alumni to this, and I'm looking forward to next week. Um. Have a Neil on here, so should be should be a fun episode. Neil got Gottlieb, Gottlieb from Corong, uh, uh, very interesting journey on the show, and he said he's in a couple weeks ago, and I'll talk to him again into this week, early next week, just to make sure he's still good. But what an exciting episode, uh, and it was called Idol Search Party, and David, you know successfully plays his idol, and then right before they go to what's presumed to be the reward challenge. Um, David found another freaking idol. And it, it like I was talking with Ashley, I had flashbacks back to Samoa and some of these other seasons where, you know, there's a lot of fans out there on Gen X. And it's just interesting how you know, David found the first one and how he found the second one. So what's your gut tell you about... Uh, David finding those idols uh, You think that's 100% on the board Or do you think there's any interesting stuff With that or what's your what's your Opinion on that if you care to say
1: Well I had said On Michelle's show on Monday David is the only One who knows What to look for On, on his tribe anyway Yeah He knows what to look for because he's found one already And sure enough, they sort of made, you know, a deal about that, you know, as he found it. Yeah. And I think, you know, that's what helped him. He knew exactly what to be watching for. He knew not to be, you know, reaching inside of trees and looking inside little, you know, Holes, and you know, he yep. knew that it was going to be an insignia painted on something, and so he didn't have to be down on his hands and knees digging around.
0: That's he a great point. That's us- a, that makes a lot of the legitimacy there a lot stronger. I didn't, you know, fully think about that one. So even though it's interesting, he does know what he's looking for and not to, not what not to look for. So yeah, that's he's done a he's done a great job, and I think we had mentioned it when Ashley was here. Um, I was just amazed how David's like, you can all let me have it or not, and then then they kind of pretty much slid right over to Jessica talking with Ken, and and she's like, I oh, owe you and. I owe you and Dave so much. I didn't I uh, didn't like you know, telling you and then she tells him about the legacy uh, advantage and tells him how long it is. she should have just said I have an advantage in the game. I don't know why she had to specify when. And you know, if you know, any player worth whatever should utilize that, even if they have a bond. Uh you could play that off and just you know commandeer that advantage and he'd already, if he does, if he makes a move on Jessica, say, you know, day 33 or whatever, if that's usually like you know, final seven or so I think, if I'm with my math writer, like final six maybe, he makes a move like that, she gives him the advantage, not thinking he had anything to do with it, and the advantage gets him through to the final four, all he has to win is maybe one immunity and he's in the end, and I think Ken would be extremely likable. And depending on who they bring in there, I just don't, I just didn't get where Jessica was coming from. And, you know, you know, Ashley had the same mindset that you, um, you're trying to, you know, curry the favor and build the bond and strengthen that. But, you know, tell them some enough information to keep them with you, but don't, you know, you don't, don't tell them everything. You're going to, it's going to hurt you at the end. So, yeah.
1: That's why I wanted to ask that question so bad because, you know, I kind of had that same feeling when, when she spilled everything. It was just like, what are you doing? You know? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, even though, you know, I'm certainly for, for Ken, you know, so it's an advantage for him. But, you know, I hate to see anybody just, you know, spill it like that, you know, and give up such, an, you know, a big advantage. And that's the first, you know, legacy advantage we've ever seen. So we don't know exactly what it is. But to to tell somebody, you know, exactly how many days they have and, that you know, they were going to give it to you. It was just almost like, you know, here's how many days you have to to get me out to get this thing transferred over into your hands,
0: you know. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, so that was uh, not the best play. And, you know, Dave, now that it, it strengthens Dave's game even more, um just in general i think that he's got the idol but he also you know they work together and his move ultimately saved Jessica so at the end of the day she might have a stronger bond with Ken but without Dave it wouldn't uh, it wouldn't have happened so they they come into this to this what appears to be a reward challenge and i liked how Jeff's like working up the anticipation here and he talks about how you can practice in your backyard you know, by doing different things and puzzles and stuff. And he's like, you can go to therapy to work on your, you know, mediation skill, but some elements of the game you have no control over. And I was like, if I had been out there, and I hope I can make it out there in a year, I would have been like, I would have been like, hashtag drop your bus And you'd probably been like, oh, shut up, like, you damn super fan. You're ruining my thunder. But that's I was like, I know exactly what's going to happen here. Um, the one thing I didn't anticipate is I was pretty sure with 16 we were just going to get two new tribes of eight. Uh, I was thinking they might do, uh, you know, three tribes, but how would the numbers work and who's eliminated? And maybe if one of them's not picked, are they just straight up out? So I thought it was interesting that they – it was a random draw, and either be, you either join the uh, former Millennials tribe, the Vanua tribe, Either or the Generation X tribe, which was the purple tribe, the Takalis, or this new tribe, which was Ikabula, who were green buffs, and green's my favorite color. So they draw it out, and Ikabula was going to have an extra person, and they had an extra person because they were stuck with nothing, which is always, you know, building up your, your society and then having it torn asunder is a survivor tradition. So with these new groupings, um, which of the three tribes did you like the most? And then within each group, Sherry, um, who do you think's got the best shot to advance out of the, out of the, out of their particular group?
1: Oh my goodness. That's tough. Um, i still I don't know if they have the the best shot. Mhm. But I still want to either I still want either Ken or Dave to make it, you know, far so.
0: So Kenner, Kinnera. Uh,
2: okay.
1: Michaela, I have to say that girl is
0: impressing the academy too. She's a beast and in the immunity challenge. She was on fire. We uh we'll get to that in a little bit specifically, but I thought that was a really strong moment for, her. but um from a game perspective, I didn't think she handled the swap reaction very well. But she provided good TV by saying, you know, Jeff, you didn't do this right. Um, and she went into all the stuff that their their camp wasn't going to have. And she's like, I, wanted, I was so pissed off I wanted to flip off Jeff, but I didn't. So that was fun to watch. But she was kind of – I thought she showed her cards a little too much by how yeah. upset she was. Right.
1: But when, you know, she made the fire, um, you know, they – Everybody was giving up, and she's just like i'm not gonna I'm not gonna give up here, you know we we need fire for our camp mm-hmm. and she stepped up to the plate and made fire, you know it was like and it really affected her. she got really emotional for it, you know at once she made got the fire going, yeah and She's just been a really key element in a lot of this, and they've given her a lot of a lot of airtime, you know, particular moments. So I'm wondering, you know, how far she's going to make it this season because you know they've they've given her quite a bit of attention. So she's definitely yeah. shown that she has what it takes. Um, she's been a beast at these camps and yep. when you know she can make fire and and do the things that she's done out there i just hope that she doesn't let her emotional side get the best of her
0: yeah i think that could be a huge area for her to have some challenges uh you know harnessing those emotions but i think she's a dynamic character and um uh, she's definitely one of the ones on that group that I like more than more than the others. Uh, with Icabula, mm-hmm. it's such an interesting bunch of people. She's there. Brett, who I've met, so my my opinion of him's rise just because of you know getting to meet that cast member. So now I want him to do well. It's kind of like uh, Anna last year and Michelle and Julia getting to meet them early. Uh, Jay is very articulate. And I definitely like him better than Figgy and Taylor from that millennial group. But some of the, the way he talks, i I'd still not 100% in Team J. Uh, Hannah is just a fascinating character for me, and I think she's going to keep maneuvering and get – I think she's going to get pretty deep in the game just because she's not really a threat and she's not been a, li- a huge liability compared to other people. So, you know, Hannah is somebody I like. Sunday, I, I'm just not feeling the vibe Ashley was. I'm like, you know, I don't have anything bad to say about Sunday. It's just – I just don't have that same connection with her. Uh, I think she's probably will go pretty far. Um, I just haven't seen a whole lot of her, and, you know, I'm just not on – I'm not, you know, on Team Sunday. And then Will is another player that's just kind of there for me. He's definitely an interesting character. I think he's doing a pretty well job with the game, but from the Millennial group, he's kind of middle of the road for me. I like him better than, you know, the, the showman's group, the Triforce plus Michelle but uh, I think I like other people better on Icabuola. And um, my take on the uh, Purple Tribe Takali, yeah, I want to see Taylor and Figgy get blown up so hard. I hope that that tribe <sighs> loses. I hope Taylor goes home so Figgy can stand around, stay around, and you know, she's she's not bad to look at, and she's definitely I think a better strategist of the two. And I really hope Adam. Links up with uh, Jessica and Ken. Uh, In that group, it would definitely still be Ken, my favorite, then probably Adam, then Jessica, um, and then Figgy, then Taylor, and then Vanua. Cece's gone. and um, Of the remaining people, I guess I like Michelle the least, and then Chris, and then probably David, then Zeke. You know, I like Zeke. Um, and I think as long as Zeke and Chris stay together and if David can make sure he stays with that group and if they have to cut out Michelle, fine. But David's a smart enough guy to know that um, at some point he's going to have to make a move and he has no real allegiance to Chris. So he and Ken and Jessica can, you know, do something against him. And I think they would, at the merge, I think Chris should be a, one of the first people targeted so, that's what I would say between the three groups. But I think of the three groups, um, I would guess that the Takali tribe seems to me overall the strongest. But we'll we'll see how we'll see how things pan out. So is uh they, they split into the two the tribes, and we talked about Michaela's group and how she got the fire going, and then over on Takali, Ken's just. Yeah, um, I like how he dug in and figured out and just straight up was asking people what was going on. And, he, and I'm pretty sure it was he who was talking with Adam, right? Am I mixing this up or am I getting it? When uh, Ken was talking to Adam and Adam was very, very easy to talk about exactly what happened. So what was your opinion on, you know, Adam, you know, giving away you know, all the millennials' stuff. I mean, he's on the bottom, so it made sense, but did you like it, and what would you have done, Sherry, if you were in Adam's shoes and that that situation had occurred? Um, have,
1: uh, I, I personally don't, don't blame him for that in a way because, you know, he was on the bottom, and nobody over there is taking care of him at all. So he needs to, you know... Make a friend somewhere And Find somebody to To align with And I don't see You know Figgy and family Pulling him under their wings And You know (laughs) Taking care of him at all You know Like I said last night He needs to You know Step back And And Look at who's feeding him, you know, in that tribe.
0: Yep.
1: And uh, maybe use that as one of his deciding factors, <laughs> because it certainly isn't Figgy and friends. <laughs>
0: yep. And I think he's, I think he's smart enough to to see that and realize that and have the gamesmanship, and the bond with you know Ken and Jessica is just re re you know, is growing and building. It's not like what he watched, Figgy and Taylor, from pretty much minute one. Um, so that's... I, I hope he does that, and I'm fascinated to see if if they all survive, if somehow David and Adam get together and work those idols as a tandem. So that'd be curious to see. Plus, now that there's a third tribe, um, you know, Ikeboula has to have some um, idol activity there too, because there's another camp. And I'm just curious, out of that group, who's most likely to find an idol? It seems like Michaela is incredibly smart, knows the game. I'm not how big of a fan Michaela is. So maybe her or Jay. I can see Jay being the most athletic, running around trying to look for it. But who do you think out of that the group on Iqabula would be most likely to find an idol since there's no real idol? We don't know where the idol is on their group, the Green, the Green Tribe.
1: I, think Michaela might, might be the one. She's, she's been badass at everything else. I don't okay. know why she wouldn't, you know, be the one to be able to go out and find the idol.
0: I would agree, and I think it, I can see it being kind of possibly hard to find maybe an orange symbol. Um, purple seems like it would stick out a little more dramatically, and I think green, from being in the tropics, it might be kind of hard to find a green symbol And if they're not thinking about it, but I, I'm the kind of person, now, well, now we've seen it, so I'm not sure if this is attained in perspective, but if I saw anything written down or a symbol on anything, you know, I'd be tearing that thing off the wall or the tree or, like, what is this? What's going on?
2: You know, no there's doubt. a
0: watering hole and there's something weird or there's something weird at camp like a dock or a boat or, you know, I'd be going to town on that. So I'm, we'll see if they find it. So uh, they, they had to rebuild their entire shelter, so that might not have been a focal point with what we saw. But, you know, moving forward, maybe it is. I don't know. We'll, we'll but you're see. right,
1: there, there should be an idol on each camp. So that's that'll be three in play now. Once, you know,
0: so there, each, each one is found. And if they cycle them back in, that means there could be three going into the merge, and there may even be an idol at the merge, plus this legacy advantage. So there's all, plus individual immunity. So there's going to be some, I, I anticipate some pretty, dynamic votes um, and then we had mentioned it while Ashley was here but they go back to Vanua and just the interesting way Zeke and Chris that the bond of talking about just you know where are you from what state so they're from the same state and I I know if I make it on season 35 or 36 if there's anybody from Ohio they're definitely going to get a fair chance for me to be like, okay, how can we work together? Like, what's the deal? What's going on? You know, who is this person? You know? Um, And I bet you'd have similar feelings from your home state. Um, You know, um, but if they were like huge, you know, Cleveland fans, we might have, we might have an issue, but I don't know. As long as they're from Ohio, I'd link up pretty, pretty, pretty quickly. Um, There's a kind of a, you know, Ohio has beef with, several states michigan one of them but there's kind of a northern ohio southern ohio rivalry too so hopefully the person on there is from central or southern ohio but just the way the way people come together from for different reasons i i I appreciated that and i thought it was you know one of the more interesting scenes we've had in a while just you know these two different places and you know outside of survivor you know i don't one of my friends got to meet Chris last night and I haven't met Zeke and I don't know anyone that has, but they just seem like they'd be coming from whole, whole different places. So it, it's one of those neat bonds that's made by people from different walks of life because of the show survivor. So. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's amazing. I agree. You know, what people, what reasons people might come together and create a bond, and that bond lasts forever. But the original reason that brought them together initially to start that bond might be something, you know, like they're from the same state. Yep. And that caused them to, you know, trust each other enough to create trust and a bond and they you know it grows from there yep but you never know what what might start that friendship and that bond you know and certainly being from the same state could be you know that opening that opens that
0: door you know Yep. To, from, uh, oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say from their extreme psychological testing, that's something maybe production knew from something from their, not only just their demographics or where they're from, but maybe something from when their analysis of these people during the you know pre-show. Maybe they knew they'd come together or maybe they thought they wouldn't, but something about that bond you know, brings them together. And it's just, historically, the show's just, you know, Rudy and Richard and Big Tom and Lex and Roger and Elizabeth and Pappy and Malia and just, you know, Clay and Brian, that's kind of a weird combination. Some restaurant owner from Louisiana and some car salesman from California, this, that bond and stuff like Rob C and Matt from Amazon You know, Pearl Island's had all kinds of weird connections with people. Um, You know, Vanuatu, people uniting just because of their sexual identity or not being on the same page because of their sexual identity. You know, Palau has one of the more interesting ones with Tom and Ian, you know, a firefighter and a dolphin trainer, who are both big type A personalities but may, you know, on paper may not click. And then in Guatemala, it was just, cluster with all those wild characters and it was you know some big personalities and then there you get the other thing where you had two people from Oklahoma when we had Judd and Jamie on you know talking to Jamie about being from Georgia and Bobby John being from Alabama so like I said there'd be an instant connection with somebody from Ohio but if there was somebody from Michigan there might be an instant non-connection just for something as dumb as what what state you're from so who knows? what? A, it's just a fascinating, fascinating show. Um, and this is one of the reasons we love it. Um, I didn't like some of the tribe dynamics on the Ikebua tribe when Jay was talking about something Brett and Sunday, it kind of made me feel like definitely a generation X moment when he was talking about these people don't know how to do anything. And I'm like, you know, Brett was just kind of confused about what he was talking about with building a shelter. I mean, Brett's a police officer, and me and him—he was very smart and sharp person. I just didn't like. Maybe it's because I don't like Jay, and I've met Brett, but I just did not like like that scene. What was your take on Jay's opinion of, you know, the two people we? It's four to two thing over there. So, uh, what, what what was your opinion on what Jay had to say about Brett and Sunday? I don't
1: know. I. I may have missed some of that. I was, I was trying to, to tweet a lot last night, and I think I missed some of that conversation. Uh, so, and I, uh, was I just, wanted was, to, yeah, I wanted to go back and rewatch it today, and I wasn't able to. So I may have missed a little bit of that conversation. Um,
0: well, the gist was just uh, Jay was just saying that they're basically worthless, and if they lose. That they've got two easy votes to get rid of, and I was just like, "Hey, you know, I wasn't a big Sunday fan. I'm like, don't just count this person out because i didn't we didn't really see anything tangible where they were having an issue with with Sunday. I know he had a specific thing when he was talking to Brett about that like they were cutting bamboo and he was like trying to talk about you know making something. I'm pretty sure they were talking about how to build the shelter, and Brett just didn't you know pick up exactly what he was saying quickly, and Jay was just very dismissive. I didn't like it. And one person that kind of disappeared, we didn't really see or hear much from after the swap. I would say Hannah and Will we didn't hear hardly anything from. Um, But everyone else kind of got some decent airtime, so maybe Hannah and Will continue to do pretty well, because as long as they vote with Michaela and Jay, you know, Brett and Sunday could get eliminated, and they come together, and then different scenarios can happen. So I I just found it interesting, and I did not like... How he interacted with with Brett, and um, we had another scene with Michaela. I think that's more the fire scene. You know, Hannah went to hug her, and then just you know everyone was you know giving her mad props, and she was you know she was crying and upset, and just how how big of a deal that is. And um, they get to the so that scene's resolved, and they go to the immunity challenge. You know, and Zeke throws back the idol, and then Jeff pulls out, though there's going to be two immunities. And with the number of players there, I was kind of surprised, maybe for time-wise, maybe it already a lot had gone on. I'm surprised there wasn't just one winner, and both of the other tribes went to tribal council. I think as a viewer, I would have preferred, you know, it was a pretty decent tribal council, but it would have been kind of cool to see another group go. So I I thought that was a wasted opportunity, especially with, where the numbers are at. So there, because there's so many people and we're on day fifteen. And even with the one day for the you know, weather emergency, I don't know what they're gonna be doing with eliminating these people. I hope there's not like a final four going to the face of <laughs> jury. I, I don't know what what's happening here, but I just found it I just found it interesting. Did, did were you surprised that it was uh just one tribe going to tribal council with so many players there? What do you think yeah. about that?
1: Yeah, I really thought that there, I kind of thought there should have been 2-2 two, two as well. Because, um, like you said, you know, there, there's a lot of players left. So, they usually don't do, like on Big Brother, a double elimination night um, on Survivor, they don't have double evictions.
0: Well, they have had back-to-back votes, and they've acidited both tribes. So I just thought there was kind of a chance where, you know, the one tribe prevails and then the other one, you know, the other two don't. I think it would put higher stakes on it, just, you know, not just, you know, not coming in last but coming in first. Um, I just thought it was a of opportunity, but maybe we'll see why they did it down the road. Um, so, yeah, there's a lot – you know, what a lot of, a lot of game left, and the challenge was pretty pretty interesting. And it was, you know, I have trouble kind of sometimes chronicling because there's not much dialogue in the challenges. So, and the challenges have never really been my favorite part of the show. But watching that and seeing just grabbing the buoys and then getting the buoys there, and then using that to so the goal was to get five buoys and then get them to where you had to go and then to shoot them into your to your hoop. And luckily, there were no you know, former NBA players, because it seems like a challenge that Survivor likes a new one, but there were no former NBA players. And uh, it was interesting. It looked like, and I don't believe he mentioned that he was intentionally trying to do it, but it looked like David was throwing the challenge, or David just really, really sucks. Um, so, what, what do you think? Do you think he was throwing the challenge, or does David just having some tr- a challenge with the challenges? I think he, I don't
1: really think he was throwing it. I think he was just having a really bad, bad night. Okay. And I think, you know, it was darn good that he had, he knew he had the idol. Um, but and I think he just had a really, really bad night. I don't think he was that strong of a swimmer. Or something. I don't know. But he had a terrible night. Him and CeCe both. CeCe had already put them really behind. uh,
0: Challenge issues. They're definitely the, you know, not the best in challenges, either of them. And it was the same thing, you know, last time. And poor and poor David couldn't even get to the buoy, got there, couldn't even get onto the dock, got onto the dock, his buoy rolled off to the other side. Then he had to get back in the water. Then he got back. It almost rolled off the other way. And I was like, they were very suspicious. And I don't think it was like throwing the challenge. I think it was just, you know, David was just sucking and CC had no And they, they fought. And I thought it was interesting that they could last the thing closer. That was a kind of a neat new wrinkle that they haven't done before. So that was, that was cool to watch. And, um, but well, we've got, you know, Michaela. Gosh, her tribe, for not for not having any uh, stuff at camp and extra person and all that, she just went out there and was a baller and just you know was nailing it. And her first two throws were baskets, so forty percent of their goals were scored on her first three throws. I thought that was a great start, and then she pulled through on the rest. And then Ken, as well was just doing a great job on his tribe. And Chris, uh, despite having the disadvantage at the time, fought back and made it kind of interesting. And he was pretty good as well. But, the uh, the, uh, Vanua tribe, they're all, they, they came in last and they had to go to tribal council. And the lead up to that was interesting. It was, I thought, I can't believe, um, you know, Chris was that willing just to tell them what was the deal because, you know, if Chris hadn't been care- – if things had been going the other way, it was – he had had that bond with Zeke, so he probably didn't think it would happen. But, you know, telling them all we're just going to go for for uh, CeCe, you know, that could have been really bad for his game, and he was lucky nothing happened with that. Were you surprised at how Chris is playing this game, or did, he- did you expect what he did?
1: I was a little um but I think that's sort of how he's played his game so far. It seems like every week he's been sort of, you know, open and out there with with his vote. Um and not afraid to, you know, say what he's doing.
0: Yeah. He's pretty open about what he what he's going to plan to do. And just their explanation, just saying she wasn't good. And it was um, it was interesting. Cece was just saying she had a recurring nightmare. And it was, you know, Zeke was saying how... I, earlier in the episode, Zeke was talking about how he never dreamed and he remembered his dream. And that's the same thing for me. I never remember my dreams, hardly ever, unless it's like a nightmare. So I found that all interesting. And they were just... They they linked up and, you know, he made him safe and... Chris said they trust them and they all weren't together and and they what did they they told CC it was um Michelle because that's who she she voted for and they all work together they go to tribal and one very just interesting sidebar I noted was did you hear the music at tribal that was just some weird weird new music so I don't know if that's new tribal council music or was it a one episode deal what was your Thing on that, did you that to was yet? different.
1: I did notice, yeah. and it was very odd. Very odd. I don't know. Like you, I don't know if uh, if that's going to be an ongoing thing or. You now, if, if we'll hear that again.
0: Um, I'm getting a call from our, uh, hall director on call. So can you mute me for a second, Sherry? And I'll message you when I'm ready to be back in. Okay. Thank you. Sorry.
1: So, um, I'm on here by myself at the moment. Um, And I guess I'm going to talk a little bit about who we're going to have on on this coming Monday. If you haven't been with us on Mondays, I'm talking about our Manic Monday show with Michelle And she does a show that talks about Big Brother Over the Top and all kinds of reality shows. This week, I believe, I'm just looking at my phone to confirm. But we are going to have Monty from Big Brother Over the Top on this week. And I'm going to pick up a call and talk to somebody about that right now. Hi, Jason. Hello. How are you? What up? I was just talking about Michelle Costa's Big uh, Manic Monday show and who we're going to have on on Monday. We're going to have Monty from Big Brother Over the Top on Monday. That's cool. Yeah, our first um, person from Big Brother over the top. And I think Mike oh. might be ready to come back on with us.
2: Let, so me, pick think him up.
0: Twisted? Let me bring oh. Mike back on with us. Hi, Mike. Hi, I'm back. Sorry, I'm always on backup, and there was just a student issue, so I'm in about 10 minutes I will not be on here, but we can wrap it up. I think they're trying to figure out something, so it's just part of my job. So so you've got the first guest, though, from Big Brother 19 on Monday?
2: Yes.
0: Well, it's not actually Big Brother
1: 19. It's Big Brother over the top, but yes, we have Monty coming on on Monday. But we do need to wrap this up anyway, so we've got about 12 minutes.
0: So, yeah, um, not much big big stuff, I think, aside from the vote. Uh, David didn't need to play his idol. It was a four-to-one vote. I did like the cool thing of uh, Zeke, or no, Chris calling it the big country boy and the New York kid. I That just sounded like a, a fun movie or something interesting there. Um, uh, CeCe seemed, you know, Pretty surprised, but she didn't take it in a really bad way. She handled herself pretty well. I've got one of my friends wrote an article about something where CeCe was talking about being, I know she's a super fan, and she was trying to get on for a long time. I'm kind of curious. There was some other, she was had some agenda she was talking about, so I don't know how she feels about certain parts of the game, or maybe she feels like she started out in a bad advantage. Maybe she feels she would have played better if she had gotten on the show earlier. I didn't get to read the article. My work computer was acting a little sketchy so I'm not sure what that was about but um, I didn't I thought she was an interesting character she was part of the group I liked but I I didn't think CC had much longevity in the game I, I can't wait to meet her you know anyone that's been trying to get on the show as long as she has you know I can't wait to interact with her but um, I thought it was a decent move I, I really they didn't know all the dynamics, and Zeke didn't really let them know. I think they could have possibly made a move against Michelle, but maybe he felt like, as millennials, they should stick together. So, overall, I I, I guess it's a good move for the, the people I like that are left. I just thought they could have made a better move. I uh, Maybe of the four-pack showmance, maybe Zeke likes Michelle the best. I think she definitely... Maneuvered well, but if he knew how well she led the charge against Mari, maybe he'd be less likely to save her, and they would have gone for her. So, I don't know. I just found it interesting in general. True. Uh, I don't have much to say aside from the, you know, next time on Survivor. It seems pretty interesting. looks like there might be a medical situation, and also – it seems like Figgy's letting going to let Taylor and her romance come out. So, I just I I Figgy was playing smart, but it seems like she might be starting to play dumb. So, I'm curious <laughs> what happens now.
1: How many fans do you think were out there that were hoping that during that
0: that draw
1: that Taylor and Figgy were going to get split up?
0: I'd say I'd say over half, I would think, would want that. I think um, it's interesting to watch, but it's also interesting to watch them not together and to see if they can then reunite and come back together. So I'd say more likely than not, people would not want to see that together, but uh, that's just my opinion. What's yours?
1: I bet there were quite a few fans out there that were hoping to see them split up and see what happened. Because yeah. I think those two would... Especially Taylor would crumble without Figgy. He'd go nuts.
0: Yeah, I think his game would be definitely reactionary and he wouldn't play well. So, goodness, I hope they get mixed up soon. Or some other <laughs> double swap happens. We'll see, though. We will see. But yeah, I would say just to recap, if um if these groups go back to tribal council, um I'm pretty sure Michelle Michelle would probably go. David could though on the Vanua tribe. Um for Takali, yeah, I really hope it's Taylor as well. If they keep Figgy, if they if they end up one Taylor's strength and they take out Figgy. Oh well, I guess that's fine. And then on the Green Tribe, um, unless she works her magic, I, I think Sunday could be in trouble. So maybe they think Brett's not needed. But if the if the Millennials went to Tribal from the Icabula Tribe, I think they might devalue Sunday. So that's just my my take. If the three tribes lose, not maybe necessarily what I want to happen, but I, what I think could happen.
1: I would agree with that.
0: But we'll see. We'll you know, do it again,
1: not, not necessarily what we want to happen, but, you know, what I think is, is a Taylor. probability much, anyway.
0: The Taylor part's wanted by me, at
1: least. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, all right. Well, like I said, um, Make sure that everybody joins us on Monday for the Manic Monday Show with Michelle Costa at 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central. And she's going to have Monty from Big Brother Over the Top on with her on Monday. We're going to wrap tonight's show up with Ron, as we always do. Make sure you're back here next Thursday for Mike and the Mike with Mike Albright and don't know who his guest will be next week, but he always has great guests. Oh yes, we do know who your guest is going oh, to be. Oh Neil, Neil
0: right? should be. Yeah, Neil. Yeah, Neil, Neil. Gatlin.
1: So, join us next week with Mike Albright and Neil Gottlieb. And I want to thank everybody who is here in the chat room with me, especially Jason, who's always here for me and was here for me. To call in when you had to step away For a moment Um, And all of our listeners Who listen to us in podcast as well Thank you so very much Here is Ron to take us out For the night Everybody have a great weekend Be kind to each other out there Here is Ron to take us out Good night
0: I want to finish off the show With a little music and say to all of my listeners Thank you guys and thank you all For coming in God bless you, and thank you for listening to the show. And it was a great one. It's always a great show
1: with Mike Albright, the biggest Survivor fan in the land. Mike, say good night.
0: Good night, everybody.
1: And have a great weekend, everybody. That's a wrap for us tonight. God bless. Good night.